Whew, so here we go again. Another edition of Chapter 50, Breakup Edition. I had no idea there would be two, so thanks. So I was going to talk about something else, this segment, but I realized there are a few gaps I need to fill in. Like I stated before, this is going to be all over the place. So first of all, I still reside under the same roof with the demon. And yes, it is as bad as you might think. It won't be much longer, but as of today, I'm still living with the enemy. I guess the funny, not so funny part about this is it seems he's not speaking to me. Yes, you heard me correctly. Don't get me wrong, I'm not speaking to him either, but I'm the one who got dumped, right? And if someone came over, they wouldn't be able to tell who's not speaking to who. And damn it, I want everyone to know I'm not speaking to him. Even though I want to. It's difficult having someone go from the person you love to the person you don't speak to. And every day that goes by is closer to the last day I will ever speak to him again. We won't be friends. I think it's frowned upon to knowingly and purposely befriend a demon. And it's just plain stupid. But as we try to avoid each other under the same roof, I can't help but think, what the fuck are you mad about? Or is he just trying to mask his overflowing elation as he counts down the days he won't have to be around me? That's a painful thought. He can't anxiously be awaiting his newfound freedom because he's been doing whatever the fuck he wants for the last 11 years. And I mean, whatever. And you're probably wondering, well, what the fuck does whatever consist of? Well, join the fucking club because I've been wondering too. I'm not here to demon bash. Truth telling is not bashing. But one thing I'll say is he is sneaky as fuck. And I loathe a sneaky motherfucker. How do you call someone for 11 years straight and they are never nowhere? I mean, never. They either just left somewhere or on the way somewhere, but never nowhere. Phone on 20%, but when you call, it's always charging in the truck. And I never ever met someone who constantly uses a gas station bathroom. (laughs) Especially when we're minutes from our home. I'll admit, towards the end when he would call me, I started saying I was at the gas station as well. I don't think he picked up on it, though. Wit is not exactly his forte. But to me, it gave me a tiny bit of pleasure at that moment in time. And I take what I can, since pleasures here have been far and few between. Well, I have no idea where I was going with that, so... Back to my house being possessed by a demon. It's the loneliest feeling being in the house with someone you love. And and yes, I do still love him. I hate him too. And you bury all those feelings because none of it matters once you've been thrown away. Don't get me wrong. He tried to show me affection. He said he still loved me. 
I got the dick pics and the cue sex was still on the table. But I avoided all of them like the plague. And as bad as I wanted to, and I wanted him. I was leaning back like the Matrix trying to steer clear of that trap. Like I said, we are not friends. But it's funny how niggas don't want to be with you, but have absolutely no problem keeping their dick shoved up your vagina, even while they're walking out the door. Guys, what the fuck is that all about? I'm also aware we're two episodes in and I've not mentioned why he's leaving. One, because it really at this point doesn't matter. And two, I'm being truthful when I say I really don't know. I know the reason he's giving me. And to release that information, in my opinion, would make him look bad. And I'm not doing this to make him look bad. I'm doing this to make me feel better. So for the time being, we'll stay away from the whys. Because no matter the reason, it's happening. He says he's just trying to do the right thing. I'm no rocket scientist, but it would seem to me the better time to do the right thing was during the relationship, Mr. Spike fucking Lee. 11 years and now doing the right thing is a priority? Get the fuck out of here. So what he says his reason for leaving is is not important because of his almost non-existent relationship with the truth. I don't think they've ever met him in truth. He's not close with honesty and integrity either, or at least they've never stopped by while we were together. But that's only at home, demon. Work, demon? And social, demon? Is the greatest fucking guy ever. They love him in the streets. He's so happy and chill and drama free. Many, and literally call him Smiley. And guess what? Many of those same people think I'm a raging bitch. Me. I'm the mean one. But I get it. Except for a select few, many don't know I live with a demon. Living with Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, the Gemini twins, a bipolar piece of shit, whatever you want to call it. It keeps you on edge. I'm, it's fucking exhausting. I mean, mentally and emotionally. Because you never know who you're going to get. Which day of the week? It's a daily game of guess who. Which would only make us make sense that I had to be two me's. This is not the kind of role play I was looking forward to trust and believe. But there were good times, I guess. That's why I stayed. That's why I'm still here. I convinced myself that it was okay he was missing the empathy gene. When in reality, reality, he was really missing a whole ass heart. Maybe he left it with the last relationship because he showed up to me empty hearted. So I never stood a chance. Nothing could fix this. And I tried. He would say differently, I'm sure. But without a heart, this was unfixable. There's nothing to stick the duct tape to. And like they say, if duct tape can't fix it, then you know it's broken. Well, that's all for now. Thank you so much for listening. TTYL. Love, Sonia.